building my name Okay, it's time to pass that crown If I called you my friend and I mean it I ain't gonna say that word too much Never was a What's good everyone? Welcome back to Smoking from the Sidelines I'm here with your boy Kenny, the co-host What's up, guy? What's good, my guy? How you doing today, bro? Shit, chilling I mean, that could be better I know you had a tough loss earlier uh, today The Chargers, yep You know, they, they took a loss to the Cowgirls and uh, The dying seconds you know, just down at mistakes and then and more bullshit. Yep. Something I'm something I'm not not accustomed to. I was about to say you yeah. did you guys do you guys did pretty good last year still though, right? No, yeah, for sure. I mean we did we did pretty decent. Um pretty decent. I mean we weren't anywhere close to making the playoffs <laughs> yeah, okay. or anything like that. So okay. that's why I say that. But um yeah. No, I mean it's just there's a you know, some things we still need to work on. You know that we should have addressed in the in the off season, but it's neither here nor there. But yeah, you know that's the way the game goes. You win some, you lose some. And we'll, honestly, but you live. Yeah, you, you live, live to fight, to fight another day. <laughs> Getting into the fights. All right, let's kick it off. We had the UFC happen last night. It was Ryan Spann versus Anthony Smith. Um, we're gonna go over that card pretty quickly, and then we're also gonna preview the card for next week. But first things first, as always, as we always say, what do we do, bro? What oh. do we do here? We smoke up, we light up, we, you know. Light up. This is smoking from the sidelines. We side got lines. beer, we got some weed, you know, what I mean? you know I mean, we just do it all. This is a Sunday night kicking session, you know what I mean? We're just here, we're about to chop it up. What happened yesterday, relive the fights really quickly. We actually had a really good card, which was a surprise, because when you see Anthony Smith and Ryan Spann headline the card, you're like, oh, I don't know. Kind of worried. It's be whatever. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're like, oh, like oh, shit. I don't know if this is going to play out. Am I wasting my Saturday? <laughs> but I feel like it turned out to be really good and ended up being like an overall card that just delivered the whole way through. We had some big finishes. Honestly, I feel like there was a good amount of finishes that were pretty, pretty insane. So we'll kick um, it off with the main card. But first, yeah, before first, we get to to the card, we yes. got this um, this Keith infused or dipped, right? I would say it's dipped. Cause it, I feel like infused is when you put it inside. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's correct. So yeah, we got this dipped cone uh, provided by uh, Blaze Pack. Blaze Pack. Check them out on Instagram. So they're uh, they're providing the smoke session for today. Yes. So. Yeah, they're gonna be providing the smoke session for a couple of the smoking from the sidelines and here in a couple weeks as well. But yeah, I appreciate the guys from Blaze Pack. I'm gonna make sure to put all the links too right here above. So go check out their page. Go support. Go grab grab yourself some flour. You know what I mean? It's fucking 2021. About to be going into 2022 people are more accepting of cannabis and it's just it's it's a part of daily life it's yeah. like having a drink now you know as long I mean? as you're of age 21 with a with a california id you know hey that's can, it you can puff all, all you want you get 18 go to a fucking rec person you know the the doctors that give you recs it's so fucking easy they're yeah, like just facetime them be <laughs> like hey hey i need a i need a rec because i can't sleep i said my cones and rods were askew and i couldn't sleep well I told exactly. my back hurts. Yeah, my, my back. My, my neck and my back. My neck and my back. <laughs> All right, but we'll kick it off into the main event. So we'll go to Anthony Smith versus Ryan Spann, bro. I'll let you kick this off first. What did you think about this? Um, Well, I don't really like Anthony Smith, as you, as you know. <laughs> yeah, but yep, you know what? Sure. I'm not going to deny that he actually he had a pretty good performance last night. Um, Made quick work of uh, Ryan Spann. You know, Ryan Spann was kind of making his way up, you know, up the yes. rankings in uh, light heavyweight. Um, division and unfortunately, you know, he can't win them all. And uh, it, it looked like my boy was a little chinny, you know. I, he caught caught a couple on the chin, yeah, and it was just kind of like wobbled and uh, it was chicken dancing. And uh, that was just the beginning to the end. You can tell uh, Anthony Smith had like opportunities to finish him on the ground with some ground and pound, but I, you can tell he didn't want to. 
I felt like he didn't want to hurt him. Yes. At first, you know, because I, I mean, I didn't, I wasn't really too into like the their backstory and all the shit talking. I guess that was going on. Yeah, because they had a lot, of, a lot of shit talking during the. Well, in a way, right? So that's what. Well, I mean, I haven't really been in touch with the. So essentially, what happened throughout fights. during the week was pretty much just they had like this preview to the fight. You know, how they do it before every fight night or before every card. They try to hype up the fight, have like a two minute preview of the fight. And so he was pretty much saying, he's like, I don't care about what he's done. I don't care about who he's faced and the, like, the accomplishments that he's, he's achieved. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't matter to me. What really matters is what's going to happen on the cage, and I'm going to fuck him up pretty much. And he was just kind of like in that headspace, the way he talked about it. And I guess Anthony Smith ended up taking that to heart and being like, like I don't know why the fuck he's so mad. He looks like a fucking dweeb out there being this mad Like in the press conference leading up into the fight. He's like, he looks like a fucking dweeb out there. He's just not carrying like carrying himself correctly. He's like, if he is not gonna give me the respect, I'm gonna take that shit. And essentially, he did take that shit. He went in there, ended up putting the beating on him, looking really good on his feet. And like you said, even though Ryan Spen is not anybody big, a big name or anything like that, and he has lost when he was trying to like get his way back up into the really top contenders, the guy that are high level. Anthony Smith did what he had to do against him. With a guy like that, you got to get the finish. You got to look good. And then you got to call someone out that makes fucking sense. And he did just that, bro. I mean, he his, called out Rackage perfectly. His his hands look pretty clean. I mean, they were pretty crisp. And, uh, I mean, ultimately... Oh, his joint's bomb. Oh, yeah. That's it tastes really good, honestly. Berry punch, I think. It's yeah, berry punch. It tastes really good, honestly. It hits really smoothly, too. It's not, like, super harsh or anything like that. Sometimes with these Keef infused joints you're just like oh man they hurt to my throat i feel like shit but yeah that's actually like a really shit. nice or they won't rip like this like it pops like or it tastes like shit sometimes you know like you get one and you're like oh man this is that cheap shit this is pretty this is pretty good right here this is come blaze with mm -hmm. us blaze pack coming coming to a store near you <laughs> hopefully soon um but yeah man honestly going back into this fight I, did, were you impressed by Smith's call out I and was, everything too? I, well he didn't really call anyone out it was kind of like it, it was kind of like a what's the word um, instigated kind of <laughs> thing because Bisping was like oh there was just a tweet right now a wreckage yeah. said he's, he's available in December and he just said well that sounds like Merry Christmas to me you yeah. know so in a way, I guess it's not really a call out. It's more just kind of a response to Rakic calling him out online, you know, mm. after his fight. But uh, regardless, I mean, I think that's that's the next fight to make. You know, I mean, Anthony Smith is probably going to be ranked five or in that range up there. Yep. And Rakic, I think he's sitting at what, like number two, three or something like that. Maybe I mean, he's four. sitting like right there. And then if you think about the, the other five. people that are like in that area, it'd be Tiago Santos, Dominic Reyes. They're both coming off losses. Uh, um, Prochaska, he's going to be the next one up. So, really, if you're going to be looking at the guys that are right there that have wins coming up, it would be Rakic and Smith, and they'll be able to face each other, maybe even on the same card that they, they happen to be on. But still, if, when they face each other, like I think that'll be a number one contender to fight for that division. And I, I will say, I'm impressed by Anthony Smith, just at the fact that you see these guys lose, and they lose big, and you're like, fuck, you're not going to be able to come back from this. You're going to have a really bad time. And he got the shit be out of him by Glover Teixeira and credit to Glover Teixeira though Glover's been on a fucking run lately and I guess he had like a lot of like just stuff going on at the time too but he had a really really good performance in the beginning half of that fight against Glover he was beating the shit out of Glover and then he just kind of gassed and then Glover started to like wear and tear on him but overall Anthony Smith has impressed me with his career and like what he's kind of doing for himself going forward I think he can honestly 
I think he can challenge for the belt and do really, really good against a guy like Jan. But I don't know. That's just a different kind of matchup just in general itself. But if you want to move on to the Komen event, we can definitely move on to there. Um, well, I was or just going to say, notes? I mean, he, he's, I, I would just say that, uh, you know, I'll give him his props. He's on a three-fight winning streak. And at that, he's he's putting guys away. I mean, he has three first-round finishes, literally. Okay. So, I mean, when I look back at it now, I'm like, oh, shit, you know, he's actually putting on a nice little run for himself, you know? Yeah. I'm right here just biased as fuck and just like, eh, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't fucking like this guy. But I mean, you I don't got, know why. You got Crew and Devin Clark on There's there, There's something too? about his, his, the way he talks, I think. He, I think he's just, I don't know, man. There's something <laughs> about him that just seems fake and, like, he tries to act all professional when he's on TV at the, on the on the booth and... And then look how he, you know, how he is at the cage, can't even act professional and shit. That was, honestly, it. that was crazy. I get it, you know, but come on, you know, you just finished this guy. The guy has already accepted defeat. He's already sitting there uh, bleeding and he's fucking feeling like shit. I mean, he tapped out. And then you want to be talking shit in his ear. It's like, come on, bro. I mean, be, be the bigger man. Be professional. Yeah. yeah, you're pissed off. But walk away and be like, yeah, you know what? I let my fighting do the talking. I choked you out. You know, I could have beat the shit out of you. I could have rained down elbows. You know what? I wanted to choke you out. I wanted yes. to fucking shut you up, you know? Kind of thing. And then on top of that, too, well, it just that whole little scuffle at the end kind of surprised me. I was like, oh, shit, Anthony Smith, I would never expect him to do this right here. But I give a lot of credit to Ryan Spann that he kind of, like, was able to be like, whatever, bro. Like, I wasn't really talking shit like that. Like, it was really just a, a fighting thing, you know? Like, I had to do that to build myself up to get into this fight. He was like, I still respect you as a person. And then, he goes, he, like, yeah, safe he said, too. He, I think he told him, like, I never, I never said anything bad, bad about yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's just saying that he, he you know, it's just... It's kind of like, oh, well, no disrespect to this guy, but he's in my way and I got to get him out of him. You know, it's just one of those things like there. It's the fucking fight game. Like you can't bro, be you, sensitive. You, you hear shit. about it all the time that when people fight, they end up training together later on afterwards because they're like, hey, you know what? I learned something from you or, you know, I saw something that maybe you can teach me or yes. well, vice versa, you know. So I'm moving on uh, to the co-main. I mean, this was like a light heavyweight night or something. Yeah, bro, honestly. Because uh, we had uh, Ian Kutalaba taking on Devin Clark. Uh, Devin Clark, I think, I want to say he was coming off uh, a loss to Anthony Smith or maybe. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Did you see his? Uh, we're going to put a picture right here. But did you see his fucking teeth? Oh, dude, that shit's were like pushed the fuck. Oh, I, like, when, it was like the front three or the yes, front four, right? It was like these front three right here, and when, it was like separated from the gum. Yes, oh, like dude. pushed back and kind of like Ooh. further in. And I was like, oh, because you hear the the commentator saying, oh, something's wrong with his teeth. They're messed up. He talked. He talked to his coach. You know, then he was like, oh, should I, I fuck myself up? Right? Exactly. What, yeah. What, what yeah. He asked question? him. He was like, yeah. should I continue? And his dad was like, if you can keep fighting keep fighting he decided to keep fighting which i give him mad fucking credit for you have your teeth fuck up that bad and you're like fuck but i guess he ended up saying like it's surgery anyways fuck it i'm just gonna keep fighting and like, I, I i respect that i respect that oh, from yeah. Devin clark tough son of a gun they put sure. on a good fight too even though Devin clark did get edged out in an area that i didn't expect him to get edged out in the wrestling area over a guy like Ewan kutalaba but I mean, Ewan had a pretty good performance. I His mean, gas tank with hell too. He he went in and showed a different game plan. I right? mean, he he wasn't out there just swinging and banging, and uh, I felt like he was connecting pretty good on uh, on Devin, and uh, he kind of just had his way with him. You know, I think I, I on one of the cards it, it, he, they gave him like a like a ten eight round. Oh yeah, I could see that. Because one of the rounds, he was really beating the shit out of him. And Dominant I, was, on I think him. it was the second we were both like, oh, I could see. If he doesn't get the finish right now, like he's going to get it next round. Like It was a unanimous decision, but all three judges gave the uh, different scores, which was crazy. I was surprised that 
that she went to decision because honestly i was like this is I'm, not i mean it, it looked like he was gonna finish him in there yes. you know? i was like oh shit he was in danger yeah honestly. but um but yeah. that it uh, uh what is it adriana lipsky ariana lipsky ariana lipsky it's ariana lipsky and mandy bohm mandy bohm is coming from the from bellator she's debuting and then it was ariana lipsky who's been on the up and down run in the ufc so far but she had that savage ass knee bar in the in the past i, I know you remember that shit oh that for shit sure was, it was terrible but overall this performance i thought it was it was pretty good she put the pressure on manny bone when she needed to and her hands looked really crisp and clean and she was landing the bigger strikes of the two yeah she just was uh she looked way better out there i mean she was more active um and i think they uh, well i heard uh, mandy was a uh, a little bit familiar with her because she was fighting out in KSW out in Europe. Oh, she fought too there in Poland. Yeah, and that's uh, uh, well, you know, it's that area, the yeah. European area, and you know, you know who the top fighters are. Who's in the circuit and shit like yeah, that? Yeah, maybe even if she wasn't in KSW, maybe just that local scene. You know, Poland being kind of a small country, you know, but KSW being like a huge organization in Europe. Yeah. Um, you you know who it's and I think she was a champ right for KSW. Yeah, she was KSW champion. Yeah, so you know who the champs are, you know, in KSW, especially if you're from that area. Mm -hmm. And I believe Bohm is uh, German. Uh, yeah, yeah, she is German. She is German. So, um, she she showed like she has a uh, some pretty good skills too, but I think overall Lipsky just was too much for. Her. Mm -hmm. uh, and honestly, it surprised me too because Lipsky, I was like, oh, she got out, like outworked on her on the feet the, her last fight so i was like are her hands really good or like what, what's what's wrong with her right now but she i guess she's been having a hard time just finding a camp in general or like finding a finding a home for herself because she moved from like brazil she said she went up to like colorado she moved to like new york and she was like i was not fucking with either of them she's like i moved back to brazil and then we ended up coming to like florida and i think she ended up staying uh, yeah, in florida I, I believe she's that top team right yeah now. she i think she ultimately ended up staying there and i was like that's fucking dope like she finally found somewhere that like fits her niche Hopefully she gets like a good amount of wins because she looks dangerous when she is on top of her game. You know, like sometimes sure. when she loses, I feel like it's just like she's kind of holding herself back too. you know, because she doesn't use her her whole skill set when she is losing like that. But yeah, no. Yeah, um, she looks pretty good. I mean, I think that's a good home for her over there at top team because there's a whole bunch of Brazilians right there, you know, and a whole bunch of top women yeah. fighters that, that train there. So. That'll be good for her to find, you know, I'm sure she'll she'll fit right in there and uh, yeah, just get better. Bro, I know we said that we we're only going to talk about a couple of fights on this car, but like the next two fights for sure, we got to say something about him because Armand Sarukian versus Christos Giagos. Armand looks like a beast. We already know that he's a very good contender. He's a guy that's fought, I feel like he's fought some pretty tough people so far, but he still made his way out. Uh, not excluding the Islam Makachev fight, but that's a tough fight just in general, and he wants it back. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, he even in the the fight, he showed he showed some good things against uh, Islam. So um, they're both getting better. Yeah, you know. So maybe their 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 paths cross sooner than later. But uh, I think they'll cross again for sure. Yeah, I feel like they'll come around. Honestly, if not, because Armand looks really good, and honestly, I, I like. Mean, he even though he called uh, Dan Hooker, I was like, Oof. he he destroyed this Kiagos uh, yeah. guy. I mean. Giagos was I, I don't know did he go out out I could have like he was, did he was like days and then I think he started trying to wrestle the ref or something like that yeah. off the top of my head I feel like he tried to wrestle the ref or something yeah so but yeah it was um, a left hook it was pretty quick he went in there and just destroyed homeboy and Get that fool to sleep son. that's it and then uh oh Nate Maness versus uh what is this oh Tony Gravely I mean Tony Gravely Tony this Gravely, fight right Nate here Maness. was fucking nuts First round, you thinking, 
Oh shit, Nate. Nate Meanness. But Nate he's looked done. clean the whole time. Oh, for the sure. His striking clean. looked good. He's he's nice and long. He's kind looked of like tall the better for the weight the class. Um, pretty fast. He was connecting on on uh, on Tony. Mm -hmm. So I felt like it, it, the first round could have went either way, but Tony just scored that knockdown, bro, and just honestly, I, uh, if it would have been like five more seconds, done, bro. His head was on the for, on the on the pavement, right? Or not on the pavement, but on the the mat on the mat, right? Yeah. And he was trying to like kind of wrestle for his life, and it was just honestly. I thought thank, Mark Smith was gonna start. Thank God that then like uh, Gravely didn't land that shot right when he fell down. He kind of landed a shot and it was kind of off to one side. It didn't like land flush. But if it would have landed flush, he would have been out, like put to sleep. But then for him to come back in the second round and pretty much wake up in between rounds and get back to what he and was doing and almost put Tony to sleep. I mean, he ended up winning by by knockout, didn't he? By TKO, yeah. By TKO, right in the second round too, which is like holy. Oh no. Third round. No, oh, no, wait. Yeah, what the fuck am I looking at? Oh, okay. Second round, second round. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was looking at the Buckley one, but yeah. Second round finish by Nate Manis. Honestly, I was just very impressed that he was able to face that adversity and still come out on the other side. Crazy comeback. You, yeah. I mean, you know that he kind he has the ability to come back, or he. he I mean, who knows? Maybe he gets Definitely. connected on somebody else. You know, maybe his chin's not the greatest. But I felt like he was taking some shots in there, and then when Tony landed that one flush, you know, I was. Oh, Shit, it's over. Like yeah. He survived, came back sharper the next round, and hit hit a uh, hit Tony with a nasty. Was it an uppercut or a or left hook? What ended up putting him? It was a counter hook. Yeah, it was a nice left hook and fucking just got him, boom, and finished him on the ground. And that was that was that. Yeah. It was a, it was it was a good performance from him. I don't know. I'm I'm hoping they gave him a bonus, man. I'm not gonna lie. I'm pretty interested just to see him back in general, just because of the way he fought. I thought it was really good to put on a show and his striking is really crisp and it's really clean. Just like his jab was on point all fucking night, honestly. And uh, who were their awards of the night? Well, I was, we'll start with. Uh, oh, OK. With oh, uh, Joaquin nice. Buckley and uh, Antonio Hoyo, since uh, that's the next fight coming up. And uh, yeah, that was performance of the night right there. Jo Joaquin Buckley. This fight was going uh, kind of like back and forth. No, I mean, honestly, I felt like. I felt like uh, Arroyo was actually winning most right. of the exchanges, right? Right, right. You know, and I think Arroyo was just kind of got caught trying to just... He was loading up, was looking for that perfect shot to, to land yes. on Buckley. And the whole time Buckley was just kind of moving, moving in, punching, kicking, you know, just kind of doing more to do, you know. And the whole time he was just... Arroyo was just kind of waiting to with that left hand or yeah. right hand, whatever it was, you know, just loading back. And having his hands down, actually, he paid the price, bro. And yeah. Honestly, I felt like he was just trying to make everything look too pretty rather than just be on point and just put the work out, you know, and consistent work and look nice with it because he was just hunting for that big finish, that big shot. And then you end up getting slept in the last portion of the fight, the literally the third round clutch moment. You're pretty much up 2-0 and you ended up getting a comeback. You know what I mean? Like They came back and just slept you, which is really bad. You know what I mean? Just on top. You got finished in the UFC, but on top of that, you're on a skid in the UFC on your contract. I think this is his third loss in a row. So it's just like, ah, bro, you could have won that fight. You just had to be a little bit smarter. But Joaquin Buckley, I will give him credit. Even though the end, it was like the end of the fight, sometimes people get unmotivated and they start to like fade away and really get out of there. But he was able to come back and get that fucking finish. And honestly, it was a devastating knockout. Like oh, when he hit him, I was like, holy shit. That left, uh, was, I think it was a left uppercut. 
You know, yeah, kind of. I think that right hook kind of landed on the back of the head a little bit, like the one that afterwards kind of dazed him, maybe. But the left left uppercut is what did it, you know, and that's what put him out ultimately, you know. Yeah, and, bro. And uh, I mean, Buckley, like I said last night, um, he either gets finished or he finishes. So, I mean, that man don't see a decision. You know, nah, so he, he really doesn't. He he's somebody, and he even called out Dana. You know, hey Dana, I got. I just want to talk to you. You know. <laughs> yeah. Please, he said, please. <laughs> so there's a couple so, other uh, fights on this card, bro. I don't know if you want to go over any of these, if there's any ones that are, like, significantly stand out to you. But the only one that I would see from here that kind of stood out to me would be, like, the uh, Nchukwi one. That one for sure stood out. Um, Hong Zhu, there's a lot of hype around that guy. He's that guy from China that they say hits harder than Nganu, apparently. Well, he's the youngest on the roster, active roster. What is he, 21? Um, he's 21 or 20. Yeah. So. Fuck. These young guys, man, they're they're dangerous. Um, no, I mean nothing really. Uh, yeah, nothing I yeah. really cared to really talk about. <laughs> so for Tefan and Chukwe, all I wanted to say was I was impressed by his performance over Mike Rodriguez. I thought he was landing some fucking huge shots. His grappling looked good, his striking looked good, and his conditioning looked good, which was very impressive for a guy, a guy that's that big. That big. Yeah, bro, oh, he's fuck. Literally looks like the you know that Rock character from fucking uh the was it the Incredibles? No, no, no. Damn, I'm terrible with movies Fantastic like that. Four? Fantastic Four. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I think in my head, like, what movie was that from? But yeah, from Fantastic Four, he literally built like a brick shit house. So fucking insane, honestly. But with that, we can move on to next week card. Preview really quickly. Oh, a quick little note too. Yo Romero made his debut against Phil Davis in Bellator and didn't go well for him at 205, which is a weight class going up. I know we saw, bro, we were pretty uh, unimpressed by the performance. What'd you think of Yoel? Did you expect him to lose it? Were you kind of like, all right, I'll give him a little bit of slack just because it was at 205. I mean, what I will give him credit for or give him props for is being uh, active in the fight. Yeah. Yeah. He uh, did way he more was, work than they usual. They were throwing a lot. And uh, I mean, ultimately, you know, Phil Davis got the win. It was a split decision from what I found out. Because um, we, we kind of, when the fight was over, we changed oh, wow. it. We we're like, yeah, that's it was fucking boring for a bit. Um, but other than that, I mean, that's why the UFC lets go of these guys, bro. And Bellator's like, yes, yes, we can book in our next cash cow. And yeah. Dude, it's the reason, there's a reason why the UFC cuts these guys, man. Nobody wants to watch these guys fight anymore, bro. It's crazy, Stop though. Them. Even I know people that like are like, why the fuck would they let go of Yoel? And even me at the time, I was like, why would they let go of Yoel? Like... He's a top contender. He literally just lost. But then you're like, oh, is he? he's older in age. Yeah, I mean, even though he was at the top of the divisions always, like, his fights aren't that entertaining and they no, don't like that. I mean, guys, you know? what I meant, was he really a cop, top contender when he was on a losing streak? I mean, you're right. But, I mean, only, like, in a way, his losing streak was to the champions and shit, you know? Like, mm. I, I guess not Paulo Costa, but Whitaker twice. And then, uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, just... That little sequence, I feel like I, I give him a little bit of credit because he, he was got, still within the top five the whole time. He never earned any of that. Come on, bro. He knocked out Luke Rocco. Knocked but the shit out of Luke That Rocco. was like, <laughs> bro. I mean, Yoel, I mean, they just, the UFC thought they could still, you know. I feel like they did pull the, the last bit of cash they could from him. That was like big gift, money. They gifted him title fights, bro. I mean, come on. The one on. with Izzy, for example, the prime example. Yeah, that one was tough just because you're like, oh, bro, this is your last shot. And you start the first minute of the fight just fucking waiting in the water like a duck. I was kind of like confused for a bit. But yeah, 
we'll move on to that. So next week, UFC 266. Holy fucking shit. We got a banger of a card. Literally the whole way through. There's fucking bangers on the prelims, son. Highly anticipated main event. God damn. Ultimate fighter coaches are finally oh. get to go at it. It's been months. This fight was supposed to happen back in fucking August? May or July. Earlier earlier this year. Three months ago, I think. And um I said August. That's like last what? <laughs> and uh yeah, so now these guys coach the whole season of, uh, of Ultimate Fighter. They got to see their guys put in the work, put, in, put the fights in. Um, unfortunately, uh, Ortega's guys didn't make it to the finals. Maybe, I think one, right? Well, Treshawn was the one that made it to the finals. But didn't get to fight, which sucked. But Torres um, ACL. Poor man. But he'll be back, you know? honestly. I'm pretty sure he's going to be in the UFC at some point. So get to that belt. Uh, Ortega gets to redeem himself. Have you know? seen the countdown? I haven't. Oh, you should watch it. It's good. It's good. It made me hype for the card. I was like, oh, Jess was watching. She's like, oh, shit. Like, we're going to watch this? Like, she's but like, oh, I'm so much more excited for this. Ortega's going to, he's going to take it to this, man. You think Ortega's going to win? Oh, most definitely. I got my boy Ortega. Most Honestly, definitely. can I be completely honest? I originally looked at this fight and I was like, dude, Ortega has no fucking chance against Volkanovski. Volkanovski is really good with the striking. He's very smart, knows how to do a point fighting game and just kind of like, play the scorecard in a way you know just because he gets those takedowns when he needs them he like he's in and out of range so fucking well and i'm like if he had a hard time striking against uh, max holloway he's gonna have a hard time striking against a guy like volkanovsky but we have seen ortega make all these leaps and gains in his in his game you know so we're i'm kind of like oh okay i can see him i can see ortega like actually do really good and fucking put it on volkanovsky bro because his grappling volkanovsky Yes, he's a, he's good and he's fought like grapplers and stuff, but Ortega is the highest level grappler in a way, you know, like he's trained alongside these guys that are so fucking high level. If you try to take him down or even go in that place, he's going to he's going to eat you up, bro. He's T-City for a reason. You know what I mean? So it made me think like, ah, all right, I think he actually has a good chance. But tell me, I, you don't think it's going to be a, a hard fought battle for Brian if he does win? Because if he does, he's going to have to go through all the fire that Volkanovski's going to bring him as far as like the hands go. You think uh, he's crisper I, on the hands too? I think Brian's going to spark him, bro. What? KO? Or t- he no, can't. I think he's going to spark him like bink and then he's going to be like, oh, the fuck? And then catch him in Flying a choke. triangle. <laughs> He's going to, uh, Volkanovski's going to fucking desperately, you know, shoot for a, a takedown. And fucking Brian's going to wrap him up in a Dars Anaconda. Honestly, that'd be fucking crazy. Put him fucking to sleep. That would be legit insane. Because, like, right now, I just feel, <coughs> excuse me. like, in my head, it's it's not a, such of an even fight. Like, you know, I'm like, ah. Oh, there's a lot of times people come back off a big loss of the championship, you know, like, well, for this one, for example, he had a big loss to Max, came back, really only fought once against Zombie, and he looked really good. But then at the same time, you're like, he only had one fight since then, you know, and it's against Korean Zombie, who, like, he's good, but I feel like Volkanovski would beat the shit out of a, a zombie, too, you know, but it, that's MMA, man, no, here nor there, but still, he had that one fight and came back, which I think, like, I would like to see him fight one more time just so I could be like, all right, for sure, like, you deserve the fight and you're going to fucking boss him up. But 145 is such a complicated division right now with, like, the Max rematch happening twice, you know? If Max twice, was still champ and Brian was healthy, on his, it would have been a rematch. Yeah, all day. That's that's true, too. So uh, you can't you can't really be mad that Ortega came back and was like, give me anybody. What, zombie? Fuck it. 
Looking oh, at nobody, the landscape of the division too, like it made sense. Nobody just like give me zombie. Oh zombie, shoot it. He mm. said, "Fuck it." So I can show you guys what's up. You guys, oh, all right, zombies is dangerous guy. Let me show you what's up. Almost put him out twice in that fight. And he completely switched up his whole team too. Like a lot of the people that are around him from that max camp to this. Like, I just feel like he has made a lot of leaps in his game, and he did. My do boy. some crazy ass shit against zombie that fucking spinning elbow my boy or take it bro he's taking it home he's ringing it back to la i'm telling you honestly at first home. i was really like i was really like oh this is gonna be a demolishing like volkanovsky all fucking day but like i was watching the countdown and i was like honestly he's gonna be hard like from, for volkanovsky either way from the jump bro I'll just let you guys know from the jump i've had my boy ortega <laughs> so you can ask anybody I've, I've i've had his back honestly I wouldn't even be mad though if he wins, cause I'll just be like, man, no, no, but come on, that's <laughs> all right there. That's just, I just yeah, no, really no, like, yeah. I like no, Volkanovski. Like, I really like him as a fighter. Just, I think he's just uh, really smart. Even though I did think he lost to Max, I just like him as a fighter. And in this case, it's not that I don't root for Ortega, like I, cause I actually think it'd be cool to see him win. But I, I just want. The only reason I want Volkanovski to win is so that he can get that Max rematch so Max can finally beat him for once and actually get that dub, bro. I'm, I'm still stuck on it. Get just in my it. heart, bro. I can't, bro. <laughs> but if Ortega wins, dude, I think that'd be amazing because it's like where he's Max, from. Ortega, That too. whole L.A. era, mm. like, you know? But this time Ortega's the champ. That'd be crazy right there. <laughs> that'd be crazy. Ah, uh, let's go. I can see that. I can see I'm that. I'm for it. And then we'll go to the co-main event. Kone, Not Kone, too much to talk about, but... Not so hype on it, but... Lauren Murphy, future champion. <laughs> I got her, honestly. That's me, bro. I got her, we, dog. We love uh, to see Val fight because she just puts on a fucking dominant performance. So, I, you know, we got her our girl, Val. You know, she's going to go out there and just piece the shit out of yeah. Lauren. I think she's going to have to win on um, the feet, though. I, I think she's going to go out there and play with her food, bro. She's gonna pink, pink, pop, pop, beep, boop, boop, and then just, oh, you know, I'm tired of this, and then take her down and just beat her on the ground. If she and does, ultimately, I think she's just gonna get like full mount, or, or get her in another crucifix position and just, and just rain down blows, and, and that's it, bro. Honestly. So what's next though? If that happens, what's next? Val's just gonna keep beating the shit out of everybody. Give she's me, on a five-five win streak. Give me all newcomers. I think. I think she's gonna be the first champion that has the complete circle. She's of gems. Gonna, yeah, she's just gonna be the fucking Thanos. Of, like, <laughs> she's gonna collect, collect all, all the stones. <laughs> and she's like, the oh earth, shit! She's like the Earth's at it as fully balanced like it should be. Or, mm. uh, what do you say, <laughs> dude? Honestly. Valentina is like they can't let her get the so stones, bro. Because bro. if she snaps her fingers, bro, all the flyweights, <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> all the flyweights are gone. That whole division disappears, bro. Honestly, though, like there, there is literally nobody to contest her in that division. It's so fucking sad. You're like, you look around, and you're like, dude, who, who's gonna come close to you right now? Like, there's no one that even competes to you. Like, At her weight class, nobody. I'm sorry. You have to go up a weight class. And if you go someone. down, it's like you're just beating up on smaller girls, and that's kind of fucked up, you know. So, you would you would have to get somebody that's challenging up, obviously, yeah. you know. And I don't see Rose going up there. She's too small. No. And even then, they trained together before too, so I feel like they would never fight. And then Audrage went down because she was like, "Fuck, I'm I'm getting my ass beat by these girls that are taller than me, and a little bit bigger." You know, she's heavier. That's the only thing, you know. So. Andrade was uh, lower, no? Oh, she just dropped to 115. Remember, she, now she's a contender at that, that time. No, because Valentina's well, 125. Right, right. Right? That's where Andrade was. 
Punch Out's running 115? But I thought 115 is a uh, Rose in them. I'm lost. I'm yeah, lost. Yeah, ba back in the day, she was at 125. Andrade? Mm -hmm. Like, stick permanently there? Or maybe maybe I'm saying it the other way around. I feel like you're saying it the other way around. Like, she went up to 125. She went up right? to 125. Oh, okay, that's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, my bad. Maybe that's why I had, it hadn't <laughs> faded right now. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah I know I what you're that, saying is pretty. Mixed. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, you're saying you're like perfectly right, except for like one little portion. But yeah, yeah honestly. Yeah. Andrade's and that's so crazy too. They showed the highlights from the Andrade fight, bro. You think Andrade's gonna be this bigger, strong, like strong enough to contend against a girl like Shevchenko? You know, like to be able to body her around because she bodied the fuck out of everybody at the lower weight class, and then she gets her debut fight at 125, and then she fucking beats she she beats the shit out of Shikagi with that body shot, just stuck her down. I think she even hit her again in the body that just really, really crumbled her, and then it just. You see her go out and just get completely dominated by Shevchenko. Yeah, You're just Shevchenko like, wow. just destroying everybody, bro. I'm, like I said, oh, yeah. uh, there's, no, <laughs> there's no way no one, unless it's like maybe Brandon Moreno or um, <laughs> Davison Figueredo. Maybe one of those two guys can stop her. I don't know. Oh, Triple C's about to come back for that super fight. Um, he already got choked out by her at the club. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That's how he's like taking two L's. Oh, man. But all right. <laughs> and then after that is going to be the, well, prior to that. I mean, this is the people's fucking main the event right main. here. People's main right here. You know what I'm saying? Robbie Lawler versus Nick Diaz. Part Nick Diaz two. Army coming back after 18 years. This rematch is getting 18 made. years? <laughs> <laughs> God it damn. feels like 18 years, you know, isn't it? Like, it's like 10 years It sucks because... Um, not that long ago, you know, weed is not is not a is not a huge problem with Usada anymore. Not, Bro, it's not know? even a thing no more. So, you know, all that time he was suspended and he, and his losses that were overturned, and, or his wins, I'm sorry, that were overturned to losses or no contest. You know, it's just like, and like last time he fought was Anderson Silva, 2015, I believe, right? Um, yeah, damn that one and. That one did turn into a no contest. The yep. one against Anderson Silva. Yeah, because Silva was on drugs too. 2015. <laughs> Silva was on drugs. I mean, well, that's why he lost that fight. 2015, but he lost six years later. But Spider um, tested uh, positive, so that's why he it was on no contest. But Nick Diaz also tested uh, hey bro, positive for Nick I said 18 years. It's 17 years. What? The, the first fight with Robbie Lawler. Oh shit. right, right. No, yeah. I thought you were saying that it was his first fight back oh, since. No, no, no. Uh, no, no since then, no, no, I, I, I think yeah. I might have. I must have worded it wrong, honestly. Yeah. But in my head, I meant like, I oh yeah, it, dude. But like wrong. these motherfuckers, maybe, bro. Maybe this. Malditas <laughs> drogas right here, bro. <laughs> Seventeen years in the fucking making, though. Like this rematch, and I feel like it's the perfect time in both of their careers for this to even be made. Because Robbie Lawler is someone that, although he's been on a losing streak, he lost to good guys. Like, his last loss was to fucking Colby, wasn't it? Uh, I don't think he's fought mm. since the Colby fight that I can think of. I think or did he lose to... Oh, he fought Neil Magny. Yes, correct. Neil Magny was the last one. But still, Neil Magny is someone, too, that was just in the top ranking. He just fought fucking Michael Chiesa, although Lala he lost. He's on a four-fight losing streak. Ah. So, with this one, who knows? Maybe he's with the UFC. Maybe he retires. I... I'm seeing a retire. This is the retirement fight. 
I'm seeing. If anything, this would be a perfect fight to retire off to. Oh, this for is a sure. legends fight. Because you got knocked out. Your first time ever getting knocked out is against yeah. Nick Nick Diaz. Or I think. Or did I get that right? Yeah. Might have been, bro. Damn, your first time getting knocked out. You know what's crazy? Nick Diaz. There, there's this interview in the beginning of the fight. The interview is like, so Nick, you're not really known as a, a, a knockout striker and you're fighting a knockout striker. So what's the game plan for you? And he's like, how do you know that? And he's like, it's just, you know, that's what it says right here. And he was like, oh, all right, for sure. He's like, I'm just going to go out there and like, do me, man. And then he just fucking goes out and ends up putting Robbie Lawler to sleep. Which at the time, I'm pretty sure everybody was like, what the fuck just happened? Like this jujitsu ace came in here and just knocked out this striker that was like knocking everybody out. He fucking knocked out Ortega's coach. Uh, oh, Chiki, yeah, yeah. Tiki goes in, he knocked him out, and then he knocked out, like, I think he knocked him, like, Gray Maynard. And I sort of got, I felt like he had knocked out Matt Sarah, too, because there's this one clip they have on the highlight reel, and I'm like, is that Matt Sarah? I think that is him, young as fuck. But yeah, honestly, this is a perfect time for them to make this up, bro. Nick Diaz, you, who do you got on this? Oh, I got my boy Nick. Absolutely. How do you think he's going to look? Um, I think he's going to look good, bro. Yeah? Honestly, think he's going to, he's... You know, him and his brother love those triathlons, and, you know, so he's going to come in in shape. That's that's without a doubt, bro. He's yeah. going to come in in shape. For sure, he's going to have Cardi- a gas tank. Cardio King, he's going to go out there and just put the pressure on him. And especially right now, you know Robbie can't take that, bro. For sure, Robbie can't take that right now. He has you trouble know, against people that put the pace on him. He's already too old, and, you know, it's he's already past his time, you know. So I think yeah. right now, Nick's going to come back just with a... Just put a bang. I can see a first round knockout, to be honest. The only reason I'm worried about this. Oh, excuse me. The only reason I'm a little bit worried is just because it's been so long since he's fought and been in the cage. Although he's training and like doing all this shit, like, you know, like the triathlons and stuff like that. He's not really in the ring getting those rounds in constantly. And that's the only thing that can make him be like, oh, okay. Like how much has he actually been training? Because we see him out here, you know, like at the club like really that's the only times that we would ever see him like off those tabloids like oh tmz just found him at the club with like nate and stuff and they're just kicking it and then like you kind of just see in the future you're like oh man i'm not sure if he's like in shape or like how he's gonna look is he gonna look like an old fucking man because sometimes he shows up to the fight and he looks like an old man and you're like oh man you're gonna come out here and look like fucking evander holyfield and shit but <laughs> hopefully not honestly i actually do have nick diaz too but the only thing that worries me is how are you going to look? And that's the big question with anyone that comes back. And you're just like, fuck, man, how are you going to look? But on to the rest of the card. The rest of the card is really fucking good, too. The next fight up would be the Curtis Blade versus Jarzinho Rosenstrike. At least the next fight up for us to talk about. So Curtis Blade versus Rosenstrike. I felt like this was a good matchup for them. It's essentially the Derek Lewis, Curtis Blades kind of style thing where it's a wrestler versus a heavy striker. Who do you have on this, bro? I think uh, I got Curtis if uh, if he can set up his shots and not yeah. just blindly shoot yeah. out from yeah. fucking 10 yards away and get slapped with an uppercut, you know? So bro, If he gets slapped again, like, you're just like, he, dude, you need to figure out this shit. He has the skill. Yeah. To He can he can sit there and bang, you know, but or, or go to what he knows. Yeah. But set, set your shit up, bro, so you yeah. don't get knocked out. Because it just goes so bad for him when he just kind of like i mean Derek lewis one especially it's just so obvious that prime example you just shot in against a guy that was essentially in his own words saying i planned for this i planned for the shot and i planned for this uppercut to come out at some point in the fight and it 
played out perfectly for him. Curtis was winning the fight. He was winning. I he don't was, know why he just yeah. blindly just. Oh, I'm gonna shoot in now. Even on the feet, he looked good. I thought That's he was outstriking fucking Derek Lewis. I was just like, oh my god, bro, you need to get your shit together. But honestly, I do have Curtis Blades too. If he can keep it together, Jarzinho's not good as a wrestler at all. He really doesn't have too much takedown defense. I feel like even then, Derek Lewis had better ability to get back up to his feet. Uh, but yeah, definitely got uh, Derek Curtis Blades rather if he can just set everything up and be really smart with it. This fucking card is long, dude. Yeah, dude. Well, the prelims, bang, but. So. The main card to start to start off is uh, Jessica Andrade and Cynthia Calvillo. I guess they'll be fighting for uh, top contender spot again. Again, you know? yeah. I mean, because she just came back down a weight class. Calvillo? Or oh no, she's Cal- staying at one twenty-five, huh? Right. Oh, Andrade, Andrade, rather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's staying at one twenty-five. Calvillo, Calvillo. I mean, if she can make the weight. Calvillo talks a lot of shit. She can't make weight sometimes, dude, and that's her big problem. Too. I mean, we got bangers. Oh, my God. Look at these prelims, bro. You're never going to find prelims like this unless it's a stacked pay-per-view card. You're going to start card, the featured? Or? I'm, I'm actually pretty jealous. This guy is going to Vegas next week to go watch this live Yeah. for the first his first event. It's my birthday that weekend. Yes, sir. So I'm like, fuck it. We just spur of the moment kind of thing, honestly. But, um, yeah, we got some bangers, dude. We got Marlon Marais. Marab versus Marab. Honestly, Marab's gonna pull away with that one. We got Dan Hooker versus Nazrat. Hopefully, hopefully, if he can fucking make it over here because he's having fucking visa issues, passport issues. He's saying he's gonna fucking get to Vegas on Thursday night, weigh in on Friday, and then fight on Saturday, which is nuts. Nuts. And that's if he gets lucky. Yeah, that's if they let him in the country, bro. Yeah. That's crazy. And then Shamil Durakov, a Durakima uh, versus Chris Dawkins. I'm more excited. That's a good fight. I'm They've more excited about Dawkins than this Durakima. He just has a lot of hype around him, honestly, bro. But that's it. Yeah, he's Russian. That's he's right. one of those guys from that area. I mean, other than that, I'm just excited for our, our boy Jalen Turner representing uh, yep. the Inland Empire, Fontana. Oh, that's bro. Right. My known Fioro, she's a fucking beast. She just got into the UFC not that long ago. Dude, she has hands of fucking fury. Like, yeah, her, these, these French, uh, bro. ever since it became legal over there in France, God. bro, they're they're pumping out fighters. She is a beast. Her last couple fights, if you go back and look at her two fights in the UFC, she literally starches these girls, like, like runs through them. A lot of stuff, too, that her last fight, she was just takedown defense was on point and then her striking was literally above <laughs> levels on this girl that i was just like oh my god this girl's gonna be a good contender if she can get her wrestling together but yeah man honestly other than other that, than that, it's a fucking wrap that's a rizap yeah thank you guys for listening to the fucking episode if you don't follow us already on instagram what a trip podcast i post all the smoking from the sideline stuff go on youtube subscribe on that hoe if you can please give the video a fucking like go follow kenny at at mr kenny follow Dude. me at Two wise at the end. At house Geo for me. And then uh yeah, that's pretty much a fucking wrap. Thank you guys for listening. Check into the fight next week so you guys can see if we made it good predictions or not. You know what I mean? We still have to Oh, we didn't do a belt thing, but we can figure it out. We can figure yeah, it out, you we, know. We we'll 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 figure it out with the picks and all that shit again. We'll figure it out. But yeah. Thank you guys for listening to this shit. Appreciate yep. you guys. And uh make sure to check out Blaze Pack once again. Yes, check out Blaze Pack. Appreciate the smoke. Make sure cuz this is a good smoke. Honestly, I had a really good time with this too. And it's actually a really nice eye. And it's burning slow. So. Yeah, it's really put like puffed through the whole fucking podcast in like 45 it's, minutes. It's nice. So All right, guys. Yeah. That's it. Thank you guys for listening. Peace out. Yeah. yeah.
build in my name Okay, it's time to pass that crown If I call you my friend, then I mean it I ain't gonna say that word too much Never was a follow-up